professor is actually also the visiting director of Hiroshi Laboratories, and that's at the Advanced Telecommunication Research Institute. And his interests include sensor networks, interactive robotics, and Android science. So he is a pioneer in Android science. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started in the industry, you know, whether that was when you were a child or Oh, yeah. Um, actually, you know, I was not interested in the robots when I was young. I, probably I was just a normal child, but uh, you know, I was very curious about the human. Yeah, so always, you know, I'm thinking about what human is. Yeah. Then, you know, eventually I studied the computer science and uh, artificial intelligence and robotics. And then, you know, and finally I reached to the uh, robot in Android. And, and by creating the Android, I'm always trying to understand what the human is. So Android is a test of it for understanding humans. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. my basic motivation. And you have indeed created a lot of similarities with the Android. It's really impressive how close to human-like these but, Androids are. Not, not yet, not yet. The appearance and the movement and facial expression, they are very similar to the real humans, but uh, intelligence Possibilities out there. So, um, can you 
talked a little bit about machine intelligence and how that will evolve in Androids. Right. Tell me a little bit about that. The intelligence is, uh, I think, of course, you know, this is the most important. The, um, the function for the boss and Android and, 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 and people, right? So, there are probably two types of intelligence we can consider, both for the Android and the people. One is, uh, uh, intelligence for performing a task, right? So the robot needs to do something, something that uh, well, they're useful for the humans. The vehicle, they need to have uh, some uh, fundamental, uh, basic intelligent functions. Uh, well, the automated driving system is uh, you know, one of them. Uh, so that is a, uh, uh, one of the uh, intelligence, right? But another intelligence is uh, uh, communications, interactions. Right? So that is also the very important, as I said. Right? So well, we are communicating like this, and this is a very easy for us. I mean, we are using the voice and the facial expression, the gestures, right? And, and this is also the, the intelligence, I think. And that could come into use in many areas. Even as a parent, there are times when I wish I had an Android to help with my children. <laughs> um, yeah. But indeed, in the vehicle world, this can take us to a whole different level. Also, we kind of talked before a little bit about how if everything has gone to this virtual world and we're able to experience driving with other people through a 3D avatar, you know, how do you feel about that? Does that kind of take away the fun of the experience of driving? No, no, I don't think so, right? So, I mean, both the physical world and the virtual world, you know, important thing is how we can mix up. Right? And uh, you know, more important things is uh, you know, we need to deeply consider about what is an experience, what is an episode for us. Right? We are eager to have a good episode. Right? Like memory. Yeah, memory. The driving is one of uh, the way to get a good episode and a good experience. Right? So, and what I want to say is uh, actually the moving, moving, moving you know, so the driving and the moving is a very important for having the good episode. So suppose you are driving a car right now okay, and you are heading to the uh, museum, right? So the usually you want to have uh, some imagination about the museum when you are driving. Okay? Then you know, the, when you arrive at the museum, you can have a real, very rich experience there. Imaginations and the experience, right? So you not to encourage the imaginations. The physical moving is very important. We need to take time there. Otherwise, we cannot encourage the image, our imaginations. So, so if we have just a virtual world, virtual world, we can suddenly move here to the museum in other places, right? But you know, um, well, we cannot have a good story, a good episode, because uh, there is no imagination between experiences. So I really think uh, people is a kind of a, a machine to enhance the experience or in you know, a story. So it helps with that anticipation of you know our destination. Right. 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 So therefore, you know, I think uh, we need to move. Right. So we love to walk, walk around the cities. Right. We love to drive around the cities because uh, you know um, the process is very important. Right. Yeah, you know, the moving the experience, the moving experience, this kind of a process, the enlarge our cognitive map. Right? That is the basic brain function, I believe. 
right? So brain need to have a sport, right? And the story is a very important part of it. Yes, yeah, I agree. I think so much of the human nature is based on story, and that's how we relate as well, and to be able to relate with technology is very important. Yeah, in the future, you know, the key question is that how we can have a much better story, how we can enrich our story and experience by using the, uh, uh, well, on intelligent vehicles by interacting with uh, intelligent uh, Android and 3D avatars. So through something like Invisible to Visible, we're able really to just enhance that experience and that story as we're creating those episodes, like you yeah, say. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really think so. You know, the integration of the virtual world and the physical world, that is a you know, key idea for the future. So, see us moving towards even more advanced uh, machine intelligence beyond avatars in our vehicles in the future? Um, so that, well, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, we're going to use a more intelligent, uh, well, but, well, I, I cannot answer, precisely answer that question, but of course, we just keep developing a much better intelligence, right then, you know, the uh, vehicles, and avatars support us very much, right? They will support our future life with a uh, you know, much higher level of intelligence, yeah. I think. Yeah, it sounds like it. And um, as we head towards that, what are some of the things that you're looking to find in humans that can still be transferred into uh, an android, as far as enhancing an android? Um, so you were saying how important knowing in humans is and how we function to translate that into an android. Are there what are some of the things that you're still hoping to be able to transform from a human um, style of communication into androids? Of course, of course. So by studying the uh, uh, by using android, we can study the, uh, the many human functions. Then you know we can apply that kind of analysis for the many things. So you know the Android design, Android studies are quite fundamental of the studies. And you know Android is a kind of uh, the extreme uh, engineering result, right? And you know the ones we create the very human like robot, and then once we use the Android for understanding humans, we can use that knowledge for many things, and of course the vehicles. Certainly, just exciting to be at this time in history when all of this is developing, and it's just been a pleasure to be able to talk with you and get your knowledge and your insight. And I know Nissan is so appreciative of you being able to advise in this invisible to visible technology. Um, and it's certainly just been a pleasure to have Professor Ishiguro here today. So, would you just please give him a round of applause? We're so grateful for you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you all, too, for your time today. If you stick around, we will be doing another demonstration of this I2B technology very shortly, so please stick around for that. Thank you so much for your time.